This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Thursday, July 18th, 2019. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Circuit Court Judge Laura Ripken has been presiding over the case of Jared Ramos, who's been accused of killing five people at the Capital Gazette newspaper. Yesterday afternoon, she ruled on several motions during an all-day hearing, which gave some wins to the prosecution and some wins to the defense in this. One of the big arguments was Ramos's past Twitter records, and State's Attorney Ann Colt-Lytus had said that they had given everything that they had to the defense and that if they wanted more, they should subpoena Twitter. Ripken said that the state has an ongoing responsibility to provide the information about the case to the defense and that she is satisfied that the state has done so. She did say the state is not required to go out and do additional research. On some of the other motions, the prosecutors are now able to get a hold of the tax records for Ramos. The prosecutors cannot have their own mental health expert evaluate Ramos outside of what the state is doing. The prosecution will get jail visitor logs, but they will allow the defense to redact certain visits that would fall under the attorney-client privilege, but that will be done under her watchful eye, her being Judge Ripken. The prosecution and the defense can look at the education records for Ramos. And something that was introduced late in the day was that Ramos had apparently had threatened two inmates while being held in jail. The defense wanted to know the names of these two inmates. The prosecution said they didn't intend to call them as witnesses. However, Ripken said that the prosecution does need to disclose the names to the defense. However, she warned the defense not to disclose those names to the defendant, Jared Ramos. John McMurra, Wendy Winters, Rebecca Smith, Gerald Fishman, and Rob Hyassen were all killed in the June 28, 2018 attack in the Capitol Gazette newsroom. In honor of National Park and Recreation Month, Anne Arundel County Executive Stuart Pittman has authorized the waiver of the daily $6 fee at all of the parks in the county between July 22nd and July 28th. In a statement, Pittman said, Anne Arundel County has fantastic parks and I want to make sure all residents have a chance to see them. Entrance fees can be a roadblock for many families, so I encourage families to come out next week and experience all that our county regional parks have to offer. This does apply to Quiet Waters Park, Kinder Farm Park, Downs Park, and Fort Smallwood Park. Reporters and advertising reps at the Baltimore Sun have voted down a proposed three-year extension of their contract with the Tribune Publishing. Yesterday, several reporters from The Sun put on their Red Union t-shirts and took copies of the rejected proposal outside of The Sun's publishing complex and speared them atop a picket fence surrounding the complex. The unit chair for the employees, Scott Dance, has said that the main issue is in the negotiations was increased salaries. Currently, the minimum salary for The Baltimore Sun is $30,000 a year with a maximum of $61,000 a year. Guild workers last got a raise in 2013. Tribune had proposed linking the raises for Sun staff to a yet-to-be-negotiated compensation package for the Chesapeake News Guild, which represents the Capital Gazette, Carroll County Times, and some other Baltimore Sun Media Group outlets. If you're just looking for a normal beer, just a plain old beer, Dewclaw Brewing Company may literally have the answer for you. A little bit later on this month, Dewclaw is going to debut its newest craft beverage, and it's called regular beer. 
According to Tyler McCoy, who is Duclaw's head designer, the vast array of designs and colors on the shelves can be overwhelming. We wanted to create something bold, utilitarian, and in-your-face. Something you know is beer. Well, it is a white can with black lettering that says regular beer. That's it. Just regular beer. I think it's sort of a nod to the brown paper label for cheap red wine or cheap white wine that we saw in the liquor stores a few years back. Hey, a real cool idea. There is a online farmer's market called Black Bottom Farm Collective, which has been operating in Pasadena for quite a few years. They represent over 50 farms, local food makers, and small-scale food movers, and they have an online farmer's market. You can go online as long as you place your order by 9 p.m. on a Monday. They will deliver it on Thursday to a common community pickup location or home delivery for a fee. Currently, they're serving Easton, Kent Island, Annapolis, Arnold, Severna Park, Pasadena, Glen Burnie, and some parts of Baltimore. But what they did is they decided to expand this just a little bit further, and this is really cool. They have bought a bus, and they're calling the bus Miss Ophelia, but it's an old school bus, and it's going to be a mobile farmer's market, and it's going to make its debut on June 30th, which is a Sunday, at the Cult Classic Brewing Company at 1169 Shopping Center Road in Stevensville, just over the bridge. They're calling this first debut VegFest 2019, and they hope to bring it to large area employers interested in having a mobile market of fresh, healthy food brought directly to their employees during the week, as well as schools and public housing complexes. I think that would be outstanding to bring fresh produce right to the doorsteps of the people that need it. You can learn more about this at blackbottomfarmcollective.com. And don't forget, if you want to go, it's 30th at the Cult Classic Brewing Company. Hey, here's a first and also a lot of fun. On the 25th of this month, which is a Thursday evening at 7 p.m., Navy Athletics is going to be airing the Lego Movie 2, the second part, on the large scoreboard you see at the Navy football games. Movie admission is free. The gates will open at 6 p.m. The movie does begin at 7 p.m. Parking will be $5 per car, but if you can walk there, that's better. They won't allow outside food or beverages, but they will have concessions available. The movie's going to be shown on the South End video board, which I believe is the one over the tunnel. And this is pretty cool. Guests are going to be able to sit on the field and view the film. You can bring camping chairs and blankets. But a free night, movie under the stars on a giant screen. And, and Navy Athletics just replaced those boards within the last couple of years. So that will be real fantastic. Mark your calendars on that one, Thursday, July 25th. 7 p.m. at Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium. All right, that is about it for today. Please make sure you check out ionanapolis.net throughout the day because we do update it throughout the day. We never know what's coming down the pike. It is Thursday. We have Trevor standing by with your Annapolis Makerspace Maker Minutes. And, of course, we have George Young with your local DMV weather forecast. And all of that is coming up after this brief message from Kegs and Corks. Hey, it's Gina Crash. Join me Saturday, August 17th for the Kegs and Corks Festival at the Anne Arundel County Fairgrounds. Tickets benefit the Special Olympics of Maryland and include a souvenir glass, unlimited wine and beer samples, plus live music by Amish Outlaws, Jay Corsi Willis and the Stone Authors, and XPD Band. Enjoy over 80 Maryland wines, 40 craft beers, incredible food, unique arts and crafts, and more. Go now to kegsandcorksfest.com for tickets. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. 
Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Thursday, July 18th. Yesterday was a scorcher across the Annapolis region, with heat index values at times 110 to 112 degrees. Today will be much of the same with highs in the 90s and heat index values 100 plus degrees for much of the afternoon hours. Then comes Friday through Sunday with some of the hottest weather of the year, with temperatures 95 to 102 degrees for highs, and again, heat index values 100 to 110 plus. So stay hydrated find some shade and get as much AC as you can until we get through this hot streak through the weekend as temps will cool back down into the 80s for highs next week. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great day out there. Be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching for DCMDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Stores. And also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and on our website at dmvweather.com so you can always stay weather informed. Head over to the Annapolis Town Center July 20th from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. for the Annapolis Warehouse Sale featuring your favorite Annapolis boutiques. Here, a pop-up sweet like summer shop for all your summer essentials and the Art Gallery pop-up shop in conjunction with Annapolis Arts Alliance. Enjoy giveaways, music, shopping, and fun. For more details, check out the Town Center's website at visitatc.com and follow them on Facebook and Instagram at Annapolis Town Center. Every week, makers, crafters, and educators hold events all over the area. Highlighting some of those, here's our Makers Minute, brought to you by Annapolis Makerspace. Hey, this is Trevor from Annapolis Makerspace with this week's Maker Minutes. It's county fair season again, and between this weekend and next week, we have the Allegheny, Kent, Washington, Cecil, Hartford, and Somerset county fairs all in full swing. This afternoon at Sandy Point State Park, a survival school for ages 10 through 14. Join a park naturalist for a 90-minute session to learn about outdoor survival skills and connect with nature. Tonight at Prism in Annapolis, Whale Tales Designs is having a sign painting workshop. Create your own beautiful wooden farmhouse-style sign for your home or for a gift. And there's a few things in the works this week, all celebrating the 50th anniversary of the Apollo moon landing. All day today, the National Air and Space Museum is hosting an outdoor festival at the mall in D.C. to celebrate. Saturday, the Colonial Players in Annapolis will be hosting a special free screening of the Smithsonian Channel's new documentary, The Day We Walked on the Moon. The documentary marks man's first steps on the lunar surface and tells the story of this defining moment in history. Reservations are required. And also, now through the end of January, the National Gallery of Art in D.C. has, by the light of the silvery moon, a century of lunar photographs. It features photographs from various unmanned missions, glass stereographs taken on the moon by Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin, as well as the iconic NASA and press photographs of the astronauts. Back Earthside, this weekend in Baltimore is Artscape. This massive arts festival features just about everything you can imagine. The Gamescape section features a full selection of games from talented students, individuals, and full teams of indie game developers. The Teenscape section is all programming for teens by teens, including the Youth Artist Market. It also has tons of musical performances, including our good friends Eli August and the Abandoned Buildings. Be sure to check them out at Friday night at 5 p.m. This week at Art Farm in Annapolis. Tonight is creative journaling for kids 8 through 15. Students will use colors, images, patterns, words, and writing prompts to explore creative journaling as an outlet for their creative thoughts and ideas. On Sunday, they're having a photography workshop called The Art of Seeing. Develop an eye for composition, utilizing your lenses and techniques that will make your photography stand out. And all next week is their Fearless Girls Photography Camp for beginners. For ages 13 through 15, this week-long camp will teach girls how to be a fearless photographer with interactive demos, spending time in Annapolis, and challenging them to experiment with different shooting techniques. This week at the Anne Arundel County Public Library System, if your kids are interested in space, Friday at Discoveries, the library at the mall, they're doing reclaimed rockets and robots. Disassemble small machines and gadgets and use the reclaimed parts to build a model rocket or robot buddy 
And on Saturday at Discovery's Library at the Mall, they're doing a moon landing 50th anniversary celebration. If your kids are interested in 3D design, on Saturday at Rivera Beach, they're having their 2D to 3D art workshop, turning 2D art into 3D prints. And on Wednesday at Crofton, they're having a 3D print design workshop for kids and adults. You can learn how to use Tinkercad to create 3D objects. The objects will be printed after the event. Also at the libraries this week, on Saturday at both the Eastport Annapolis Neck and the Odenton Libraries, they're doing Build and Play with Legos. On Tuesday in Glen Burnie, they have their Drop-In STEM Play program, where you can drop in and play with some STEM toys the library offers, including Cubetto, Ozobots, and more. On Wednesday at the Annapolis Temporary Library, they're talking about the three little pigs, but not just the story. They're talking about how the pigs might build their houses and construction techniques. And Wednesday at Discoveries, the libraries at the mall, they're doing Take a Bite Out of Shark Week. Also, today at the Edgewater Library is Land Conservation 101 for landowners with the Scenic River Lands Trust. This week at Unallocated Space in Severn. Tonight is their InfoSec Night, where they'll be doing Introduction to Formware Exploitation. If you know anyone that has an interest in InfoSec or information security, Unallocated Space is a great resource. This InfoSec Night will be talking about the Introduction to Firmware Exploitation. They will discuss the basics of firmware extraction and analysis, bug hunting, and insecurities. Hands-on examples will be available. Tomorrow, they're having their 3D digital art and animation workshop. Using the free 3D design and animation program Blender, students will learn the basics of the software interface, create geometric objects, moving objects around in 3D. They'll also work with materials and colors, camera control, and more. On Tuesday, they're having their Stanford Crypto One study group for the online course offered by Coursera. Solve ciphers and puzzles, solve one-time pads, learn about insecurities and cryptographic technologies used in public websites, and all kinds of other things crypto. Also check out Unallocated Space's weekly regular project night on Mondays and open house on Wednesdays. Next week, at the Pongo's Learning Lab and Coder Kids Club in Crofton, they have three great summer camps. Their Little Learners Steam Camp for kids entering kindergarten in September is a half-day sampler camp. Kids will spend their morning exploring the world of steam, including gross, messy, fun science, robots, building with Legos, a day of art and music, as well as math. The second camp they have next week is Game Design and Coding with Roblox. This one's for grades 3 through 8. Kids will learn how to use Roblox Studio to create and customize objects, add checkpoints, and more. Using real Lua code in a drag-and-drop editor, they'll work on adding scripts to the Roblox game and control it with their own code. And lastly, Pongos has their Young Inventors Summer Camp for K through 2nd grade. A week of creative problem-solving, kids will use design, prototype, and test inventions to help solve everyday problems using common household materials. And finally, next week at Annapolis Makerspace, on Monday is our weekly electronics class, Tuesday is our monthly general meeting and open house, and as usual, Wednesdays are our open woodworking night, and Thursdays are our open electronics night. Anyone's welcome to drop by on those nights. And if you have any questions about Annapolis Makerspace, the Maker Minutes, or any of these events, feel free to contact me at trevor at makeannapolis.org. And you can catch me tonight and every Thursday night at Annapolis Makerspace on Renard Court for Electronics Night. And you can find links to all of these events on the Annapolis Makerspace website at makeannapolis.org. And whether you're making art, software, sawdust, or just a mess, chances are you're already a maker. This has been Trevor from Annapolis Makerspace with this week's Maker Minutes. Hi, this is Kevin Canale, Michael Sanderson, the host of the Maryland Association of Counties official podcast, The Conduit Street Podcast. We like to talk Maryland policy and Maryland politics. That's what we're all about. Why counties? Well, look at the stuff we do. Education, public safety, environment, taxes, all the areas that people care about. Counties care about that, too. So our our podcast is for counties, but it's also for anyone out there who's interested in talking about public policy. Absolutely. We did a whole episode on Uber and Airbnb and new disruptive technologies. Right. We've been covering school funding debate, probably in more depth than anybody else out there. We've talked about President Trump's tax reform, uh, redistricting lawsuits, cleaning up the Chesapeake Bay, all that kind of stuff. It's part of our beat. Why do we call it Conduit Street? Well, 
That's where we are. That's who we are. You Annapolitans on this podcast, you know it as that street right over there by Chicken Roofs. Now, that's an Annapolis institution. We want to be, too. That's our headquarters, and it's sort of our brand. You can listen to the Conduit Street podcast wherever you get your podcasts, catch us on Fridays, and get a roundup of policy and politics from right here in Annapolis and around Maryland. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.